0: You know how usually when we go somewhere and, like, go on a little adventure, it's always fun because we're like, oh, the next episode of A Load of B.S. will be easy. I don't know if there's anything from this weekend I actively want to talk about.
1: I have fucking nothing. It's like, normally, when we go off on a a, a several-day-long trip, it's kind of like a dream to me. Yeah, This was... Like a fever dream.
0: Yeah, like not a nightmare. Yeah. It wasn't nightmarish.
1: As a matter of fact, it was pretty good in most places. But it was, <laughs> it was Florida.
0: Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time. It's time. It's time for a load. And I'm talking about a, lo- oh, fuck. a load of BS, <laughs> the greatest show on the planet. Featuring the two best damn men of all time, and I'm talking about he, the B, to the L-A-K-E, Blake
1: Tanner! And my world-traveling companion, yes, it's the S, Scotty Moore. It's not so much the world, but, I mean, we did go around the world. We went to Epcot.
0: We went to Epcot. Should we address the elephant in the room and it's the fact that this episode isn't coming to you live off an airplane? Which we Ugh. did. Do- <laughs> I was like, we're going to do it on the airplane. Then we got on the airplane. I said, we're not doing
1: anything. There was a point where, like, we said goodbye to, uh, to like, I mean, we said goodbye the- to Dylan and Allie. We said, like, all right, we got to the airport and we just sat for Almost two hours and you I could just a, feel it.
0: I watched a two hour video on the McElroy brothers <laughs> just sitting. I was like, I'm not going to move. And that's kind of, I know what y'all are, uh, you all at home are thinking. Oh, that's like the end of the trip. Like no. feeling. <laughs> no, that's how we were every single day post Friday.
1: Yup. Uh, Friday was
0: uh, okay, was, uh, you, you Okay. Know you know we what, here we go. It. The
1: cold open, we said we won't, but Blake, we thought we knew how to drink. Thought we knew how to drink, did not know how to drink, especially after a year of pent-up COVID frustration. Um, well, also, like, I haven't drank since
0: my anniversary, and even then, like, I'm now finally at an age... Where I know where my limit is and I know where to stop. The problem is we were hanging out with somebody who didn't know when to
1: stop. Love them to death and we won't name names. Uh, Also, we just like we got to this point where it's just like, all right, might as well just go with it and see what happens. And we did, and that ended up with us uh, wandering home and trying to find this apartment we were going to as my it, phone it, died.
0: It did end with me almost bulldog choking you out in the streets of Orlando, but that's the not fun part of the story that we're not going to talk about.
1: Uh, it, was, uh, it was definitely a night to not remember.
0: To not want to remember. Uh, well, the day began, we went to Universal got very excited found out that our tickets weren't for that Friday and instead Dylan got us tickets for the Thursday which I don't know how that was going to pay off for us anyway
1: so we was just like we were just like all right you know what we're going to chill around city walk um and we're going to go to universal on Monday it's fine went,
0: went to, well that didn't fucking nope. happen uh went to hard rock where I had, I think, like a Moscow mule type thing and then a fruity drink. You, I think you kind of followed the same, I had a mojito and a Moscow mule. You basically followed that same vibe of just a nice, refreshing cocktail to start the day.
1: Yes, exactly. I don't even remember what I had at Hard Rock, but there was two of them.
0: (laughs) But yeah, we just had like a nice light refresher. Unlike (laughs) the person we were hanging out with, who did, in fact, have two Red Bulls with vodka. And by that, I mean two vodkas with a splash of Red Bull. Because this bo- I, I'm not even putting this on our compatriot. I'm putting this on that fucking
1: bartender. Like, I have no idea. We watched as the bartender made this drink. And it was like, that's a lot of vodka. That's, that's a oh, lot no, no, of no. vodka. You see, you were looking at us...
0: As we turned to see her like in our periphery, the bartender, just like, and add two shots of vodka, glug, 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 filled it up, 75% of this big ass glass was vodka, then a little bit of Red Bull, and I'm like, I understand the Red Bull could cause heart issues, so you don't want that much, but you also don't want that much vodka, Got us, then got seconds, and on the second one, she never stopped pouring vodka. She just started pouring Red, Red Bull, Bull alongside it. It's like,
1: that's good. That's good enough. It's 11 a.m. on a fucking Friday. Why the fuck not? <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> so that happened.
0: Then we mess around City Walk. Uh, but also, by the way, the only food we have in our stomachs at this point are voodoo donuts and then from before we got on the plane, um, some flaming hot ruffles for me and I believe you had terrible
1: A1 flavored nuts the, the A1 flavored nuts were not that great, I also had a Mountain Dew energy drink which was not that great, barely drank any of it
0: oh, should we just take a break to discuss what I drank
1: oh oh I yes, had
0: the coke with coffee which if everyone if you heard that and instantly uh gross you're wrong but if you went ooh, that sounds good you're equally equally wrong
1: Wrong. yes it was it was an experience like uh, i i think we finally decided on it wasn't bad but it was uh, it existed when you get a good... Okay,
0: this is going to go off the beaten path, but I guarantee it'll come back to it. When you get a really good hair, uh, like pair of headphones, you can hear like individual parts of the chorus singing. It doesn't become like one... Amalgus thing That's what drinking coke with coffee is Because I was like "Mm, there's coffee And there's coca cola They don't join together It's just two separate flavors at once
1: Yes they both hit you separately At different times And there is no melding whatsoever of those flavors There If you took a cross section of that I would almost half expect it to be Like oil and water Just like not mixing whatsoever Until you dunk it down to sweet wig yeah
0: and it made me upset because like when you're driving you don't want an experience of a beverage you just want like a monster to aimlessly drink and not worry about no every time i drank it i was in fact worried um and the main reason was is when i smelled it it smelled exactly Like the skunk spray from the Journey into Imagination with Figment ride, which was my only way to get you to ride that with me at Epcot.
1: I fucking hate that ride. It's not as bad as it used to be, but it's not as good as the memories of old people. Yeah, tell me.
0: (laughs) It's not as good as the people tell me it it was. was,
1: Which is basically what I've learned from watching copious, copious hours of, like, Disney history videos. Yep. So... So we then? we
0: go around City Walk. We try to go into like it's Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. I know there's a different name, but that's what it is. I believe it's so close they once got sued. um mm-hmm. Because but, at, know, at this there, point
1: we're just waiting for Dylan to get off work.
0: Well, no, no, no. At that <coughs> point we have not realized uh-huh. our error that the tickets oh, were for the wrong you're day. You're
1: right.
0: But we also didn't want to wait in a long line. So we were just like, okay, we'll go drink and then go to the front of the line. Go to the front of the line. They're like, yeah, these are for yesterday. <laughs> That's not right, chief. And I, and I don't know. I guess it's because we ha- were two drinks in that neither of us were like, is there any way to move them to today? We've just immediately were like, well, nothing can be done. We're out.
1: <laughs> I think then it was, we yeah. walk
0: into. Then we walk into an empty mexican restaurant and by empty i mean no employees or were there
1: anything there was nobody in there the door was unlocked there was not a sign or anything
0: it was literally like the the fucking not the world's <coughs> end what's the bar from Shaun of the Dead where they just like go in and hang out like oh, that's yeah. what it was like
1: down to the uh down to the pub and have a drink
0: yeah so we we yeah, i almost did and, and then finally someone walked up and we're like, oh, yeah, we don't open till four. And we said, then why is the door open? You sociopath. <laughs> and at that point, we just kind of sat and we're like, we could do Disney Springs. We could do this. We could do that. And then we were with somebody who lived downtown. And they were like, oh, yeah, there's this awesome bar at Lake Eola. And I've seen Lake Eola in such hit films as Larry the Cable, Cable Guy the Health Inspector. Inspector and, and that's and exactly. Yeah, it's a fucking beautiful. Lake. It is. And I said it. It would be amazing to go sit by Lake Iola and have a
1: drink. A drink. Uh, a singular sensation.
0: Station. One little drink for me.
1: Ba-da-da-da-da. And uh, truth be told, the, the place that we went to, too, on Lake Iola, Beautiful little restaurant.
0: Perfect view of Lake Eola. Nice little bar called Relax we sit down and then the person mess like we get a message from dylan hey i'm gonna be off at five we're there at like two o'clock and dylan's like oh there's no way you'll be there when i'm off at relax and we took that personally
1: yes that uh, i think that was the point where it became a challenge
0: it became a challenge to us because we're like We stayed at Hard Rock for about two hours without even realizing it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we could easily stay here at Lake Eola for that long without it seeming like we're waiting. No, we could. We could definitely, like, we could not do that at all because, like, 30 minutes in, I was like, when can we leave? When can we go? This is a beautiful view, but also, these seats aren't the best. Very uncomfortable, and I just don't want to be here anymore. Uh, and I got a drink. Uh, our our friend got a drink, and then you got a shot. Yep, because you're a sociopath.
1: It was a mixed shot, so it was well, it was a shot's worth of alcohol mixed with something. I think that first one was like a Dr Pepper shot. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was Dr Pepper, and then like a shot of bourbon or something like that. Um, so then we chill for about 30 minutes, and then our friend said, we found a drink called the Cherry Bomb, which was a shot of Red Bull and cherry liqueur, and so then they go, hey, get one of those for the table, and I said, oh, yeah, nice, nice little shot for all of us, get us woke up before our, before our long weekend, so we all get the shot, it was fun, then we ordered some food, the food was amazing, it was really good, actually. And then they go, get another round of cherry bombs. And that's the moment we should have just said, Mm -hmm. no. But instead, (laughs) that
1: was the moment that I made my first mistake where I'm like, that cherry bomb did really taste good.
0: It was very good.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, okay. Uh Uh-oh.
0: So that happened. And then about 30 minutes later, another shot hit the table. That one had cream in it, which I feel like was probably what fucked, fucked up my digestive system <laughs> at that point.
1: Yep. And let and, me tell you, we're uh, not even halfway through the first day. Maybe around halfway at this point.
0: This is, oh, we're about halfway through the drinking I did this weekend. Because <laughs> yes. after this day, I said, no. no. I got a family. <laughs> I was legitimately like, I got a fucking family. I can't do this anymore. Um, And oh, also, for our Fight Boys slash professional wrestling fans, at one point we look up and former WWE NXT North American <laughs> champion Ricochet just walks by. And we're like, so drunk, we can't utter a phrase. We're just, that's him, and he a big boy.
1: He a big boy, and he was jacked to the gills just walking around the lake. And we uh
0: didn't say any. We were like, we could go talk to him. Nah, let's plan for when he gets around the lake, which he never did. But I'll tell you what, that's all I did for the rest of that sitting session was Is he coming this way? Maybe he turned around. Maybe he's with somebody right now and they're talking, but he'll eventually make his way back around to us. Ricochet? 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 So finally, I think that's all the shots we had. And then finally Dylan arrives. Dylan of the Fight Boys just got his COVID vaccine. Yeah. And it's a bad idea to drink after that. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Our little alcoholic uh, devil on our shoulders just says... Hey, get us four buckets of alcohol.
1: They were called buckets and they were mostly alcohol.
0: They were, I guess the best way to describe the size, imagine like a kid's sand, like sandcastle set bucket. It's one of those. yes, But filled with alcohol. And Dylan looks down, looks back up and just goes, I can't fucking drink this. What are you, you doing? Do mm-hmm. At which point in the back of my head, like I know who I'm at the table with. I know you're there. I know you are right there. The other person, I don't know their tolerance. All I know is mine. So in my head, I hear Foo Fighters,
1: There goes my hero!
0: You and took the shot to, for
1: us. You jumped in front of the fucking Buzz.
0: I oh, I knew it, because I also knew we were going to take their car to go see Megaran after this. Song. I'm like, I definitely don't want them having Bucket. And their diet, and so they, you have your bucket, they have their bucket, I take Dylan's and mine, first one I just skull, I take it, I drink the whole thing in one setting. Then I get left with the second one. That one took a little bit longer because I'll tell you what, don't matter how good your alcohol tolerance is, at that point it was my stomach tolerance of liquid.
1: That was that was where I was when I was getting through the bucket too because I could feel I could feel just like the pain coming on, you know?
0: Oh yeah, like I I had abs for a minute Like I had a solid six pack down there Because it was just all pushed tight <laughs> against my stomach Oh, And so I have I take the buckets down And I know what you all at home are thinking You know you could have just not drank that last bucket And to that I say, you're right <laughs> hey, you're You, right, you I'm, are right You ain't wrong there.
1: I I believe our judgment was sufficiently affected at that point.
0: Well, also, like, it's, it's, I don't want booze to get wasted. It's the Irish in me, because I know if they took it back, they would have just dumped it out. And I don't want to waste food or alcohol, which in that case takes, like, years to produce and a lot of processing to create. Like, I think me and you threw our uh, solid love of whiskey or appreciative of that, of the years that it takes to make alcohol.
1: I am especially of whiskey. Um, I guess with rum drinks too, because I think that was a rum drink. Everything else is trash. Not really, but oh, yeah. yeah. Especially because I'm like, later on during that weekend, I ordered a flight of uh, Scott, or of, whiskey. of whiskey from Raglan Road, great little restaurant. And I'm like, I probably shouldn't have done this. I'm still not ready. But i finished oh, yeah, it. No,
0: that, you, you finished it. I was very proud of you. And also, I was like, that was a fucking mistake. Uh, the only thing I had after this evening of drinking was uh we went to the Polite Pig at Disney Springs. And I was like, they got some really good whiskey selection. I got to have at least one or two. And even then, I couldn't take anything to the head. I was like, I'm just going to be a few sips.
1: Yeah, because we got a flight there, too, and I think that was it for you.
0: That was it for me. Yeah, yeah, I was completely done.
1: And Um, we shared that flight.
0: So then we get in the car to go to our uh, friend of the show, Megaran's book signing, which was at a badass gaming store. Like, they had a whole selection of, like, vintage Super Nintendo games still in the box. They had the amazing shit up there.
1: Yeah, they had a lot um, of great vintage stuff and some good, like, rare vintage games.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was amazing to go, like, hang out, look around there, kind of visit that. And at one point, our uh, the demon on our shoulders says, where's the bathroom? And they go, well, we don't have one here, but there's one at the store. A few uh, goes down. Just walk down there, go to the bathroom, come back. They leave. Uh, they do not come back. We will get back to them. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Me. Me and you just kind of hang out for a few, uh, look at all the different games, contemplate buying stuff. Then we go meet MegaRan. MegaRan, of course, making jokes with us. I think the first thing I said was your podcast was amazing until you hung out with them fight boys nerds and he's like oh uh, thank you he's so polite like he would not insult us no matter how much I wanted although he did somewhat insult us when he, in his bin of shirts he did have fight boys stickers <laughs> he that he some never of our merch used. which
1: uh, is understandable it's not Rand's fault we gave him a bunch but still.
0: Yeah, there was a lot in there, and it was fucking hilarious. He was like, I've got stickers for this. What is this one? VWO. I said, that's mine. What are you talking about? Oh, I
1: probably should give this one away. Yeah,
0: that was exactly what he said. Uh, We got a picture with Ran. I got a picture that he put for promotional means that I was in pretty toasty at that point. Because I also had to use the restroom at one point. So I walked down the way to find the bathroom that they told our friend to go to, except it was not a store. It was just a whole ass other bar that was setting up for a hardcore metal concert. It was a
1: fucking dive too, man. Like this is the place that you end up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And we should have ended up there, but we didn't. We left and continued the night. Uh, so I because go and,
1: um, as a I, I believe we had the the discussion where it's like the bartender there she was very adamant that she was a vampire.
0: She well no 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 her drink was called the vampire's bite.
1: Oh.
0: Or if it was I know it wasn't the vampire's kiss because if it was we would have laughed our asses off at that. Um, because I actually walked up there and was like hey can I have a drink what what's your favorite she goes oh I have. One that I like to make for a lot of people. It tasted like candy, of because of course it did.
1: Yeah, that's the one that tasted like the good cough medicine.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so then I leave, come back, hang out with Rand for a few, leave, go back to that bar. And when I come back, our friend has now made friends with two other people. And in our in their hands is a bag with a shirt in it. And I said, what the fuck is that? And she just like, I'm helping support the bar. I'm supporting the bar with my purchase of one of, the, and like, yeah, because the booze is definitely not supporting them,
1: because it's very cheap. It's very funny, because that was the moment where I was like, that is what, I, I, I've i never heard it myself and remembered, but it's like, that's what I sound like when I'm there. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what i do by
0: the way greatest moment of the entire fucking weekend was the following morning when they got up out of bed walked into the living room and said which one of y'all dumb motherfuckers let me buy this ugly ass t-shirt last night And i was like it was all we had no choice it was already purchased by the time we got there
1: the deal was already done i don't know what to tell
0: you like that was it so uh i go back there i order a second drink because it was it was honestly a really good drink. So I got a second one of those. Um, then we leave, get back in the car, go back to their apartment. Am I forgetting anything about that the the Rand stuff? Oh, I am forgetting one thing. Because Rand was like, I gotta use the bathroom. And I said, Oh, there's a bar a couple ways down. And Rand did say, I don't think they take kindly to my people there. And I went, Are Have we been drinking? At a white supremacist dive bar in the middle of Orlando, we have to leave.
1: Yep. That was the moment when, like, all of the pieces, like, the arithmetic started floating around yeah, our floating heads. And it's your like, head like, wait a, a minute. Rain
0: man, and you went, it makes sense.
1: It makes sense. Oh, God, what have we done? You need to burn that shirt. Burn the shirt
0: now. So uh, then Rand leaves, we all get in the car, we leave, and we go to their apartment for a few where they start playing God of War, and that will come into play later in the mm-hmm. evening. Yes, it will. Um, so then we decide to go to a cigar bar that had a very nice whiskey selection, because I thought, because at that point of the night, I'm not, dr- I'm not drunk, I'm tipsy. Because I think the the bucket basically was making it float around and my body hadn't processed it yet. So it was a bit of a time bomb I was working with
1: there. Ah, that makes more sense now.
0: Yeah, um, because I was, I was just sick. I was like, oh, I don't want to be alive anymore. Any so we go to the cigar bar, we get some very nice cigars, um... Which I believe was recommended to me by our friend Mitzula from Vegas. Props to Zula. Uh,
1: I, I do want to say too. I wish, wish we would have gone to this place sober.
0: I really do. It was a very nice place.
1: Mm-hmm. Which
0: did not deserve us that night. It really didn't. No. Uh, then we both get some very nice scotch. Then they have a bourbon that I really like that we got. Those were all very much amazing. We that and that was all we had. Those were the only two drinks we had. Yeah.
1: And I believe that was the point, though, that pushed me just enough over that Loud Blake came out.
0: Yeah. And we all know Loud Blake. Here's the bizarre thing about, and we talked about this the following day. Loud, when I'm drunk, it's just me, which is already loud and saying dumb shit. You're normal, but just louder. So it's just, I need to use the restroom Where is the restroom? Allow me to go to it, please. Sir, I need the piss hole. Give me your piss slit. I need it. And so that's where you were. Meanwhile, I'm having to play Dr. Phil to couples around us. And I, uh, at one point, our friend who, of course, was playing God of War and got us insanely drunk on shots, I knew the following day we're going to Epcot, I don't want to feel this at Epcot, Uh, and I was terrified, forgetting they didn't have a ticket to Epcot, so I look at them and say, numerous times, tomorrow morning, hey, tonight, it's a little rough, but I want you to go home, get you some rest, tomorrow morning, wake up, and just play God of War until you beat it. I just want you to go hard in the paint and beat God of War. Which would be a nice morning, in my opinion. Nice way to fight a hangover. Just hang out. Play God of War all morning until you beat it. And also, they wouldn't get us more drunk. Because at that point, it did become a fear. <laughs> it did become it a, a fear. I don't
1: want to deal with this. It was an afraid thing. And I think at that point is when we were both just kind of done
0: Yeah, and so I was like, go play God, and see you, and I said it a lot. And at that point, I've now crossed the threshold.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And then, for some reason, they decide to leave
1: separately. Me and you leave separately. And... Which was a bad idea, because, like, I went to the bathroom again, and they were already gone.
0: Yeah, bad idea on... Okay, what's going to follow now? I'm not going to get too much into the negative portion of it, but it is... The dumbest combination of choices we've ever made. Mm-hmm. Because yep. I was like, hey, why don't we use your phone to call a lift to take us back? Cause we have no idea where this apartment is. Uh like we have a vague idea because it was next to a rave. So the rave was kind of like the North Star guiding the three wise men to the baby Jesus. Except instead of a North Star, it was a bunch of drunk gays throughout the streets.
1: Yes, and I was like, uh, "No, we can get back there. Well, you, it's fine."
0: Well, it, yeah, you were like, "It was." You said, "Sky, we, my phone is about to die. Lyft won't work. I, we just have to well, like look at the map and go back that way."
1: With is busy, because, like, I, um, I remember looking it up, and we had to, it was gonna be a wait for a lift at that point. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so you said, we could just walk, and, and the following morning when I woke up, I did realize if his phone's dying, that just means we're gonna lose the map halfway through, which kind of makes it rougher on us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so anyways, it,
0: Blake's die- phone dies halfway through.
1: <laughs> Uh, your phone was already dead, by the way, because we lost, like, we lost both of our phones that night, which was rough. Yeah,
0: my phone had died earlier in the evening, um, and I'm like, the following morning, I just thought, if his phone was alive enough to last five miles, like, however long we walked, it would have been alive long enough to get a lift, and that was my first issue. And then I also realized, wait a minute, how come neither of us just thought, Let's stay here. stay
1: here and call Dylan.
0: Let's just call. Not call Dylan. Just, hey, there's a gas station. Gas station right right there. Right there. I'm fairly sure the cigar bar we were at is right next to a gas station. And neither of (laughs) us were like, hey, let's just go.
1: Oh, which is actually what we ended up doing because we found a 7-Eleven down the road and they charged my phone for me. Hey, hey,
0: hey, hey. I found a 7-Eleven. You were going back to the rave, which uh, admittedly, good decision on in some part because it is our North Star. Bad decision because you had to pay to get into the rave, and we did not have the money for that. So I just saw like this beacon of a gas station sign grabbed Blake and went, This way.
1: You know what, another thing that I remembered uh, is like, because Dylan was walking around waiting for us, because he knew we were walking back, and we were there. We were at the apartment. We actually found the apartment complex, and we were there. We were locked out, and it's like, there's a way in. Super proud of us
0: for finding that in the state we were in. Um, At some point during this walk, by the way, the I Have a Family thought that's all that was permeating was I have a family this is some bullshit I'm not drinking for the rest of the weekend and I didn't um which was a good choice yeah I was just full-on just like and I'm walking around and once again for the wrestling fans I'm walking like Taz from ECW just got my arms crossed the whole time I see a gas station grab Blake we move towards the gas station I throw a $50 bill at Blake and say, buy a phone charger.
1: Uh, And then I just went up to the guy and said, like, do you have any phone chargers? My phone's dead. And this saint, this 7-Eleven saint was like, hey, man, don't even worry about it. I could charge your phone back here.
0: And the worst part about it for me was the fact that this was the point of the night where you started, like, I guess the what was happening was kind of adrenaline adrenalining you up and you my
1: anxiety was very high because at that point I'd convinced myself we were sleeping on the street.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you also started to sober up. And of course, I'm angry. So I'm already somewhat sobered up as well. And then it made me madder, because I'm like, I can't be mad at Blake anymore, because I can't call him a dumb drunk motherfucker, because he's sober now. It was so frustrating.
1: (laughs) I call myself a dumb drunk motherfucker all the time, though, so you could just imagine me doing it in my head. You
0: walked out, and you were just full on, hey, Dylan, yeah, we're at a 7-Eleven, it's right on this street, it's a little bit hidden off, and I went... When did this happen? What did he consume in that Seven <laughs> Eleven to now be sober? Damn it's, you!
1: <laughs> Do you know what that was? That was years of getting mom phone calls, acting at college parties, acting. You yeah. thought I was drunk, didn't you?
0: Yeah, and then the uh, next morning uh, we woke up. Actually, I woke up first at six because we had the world's worst air mattress that was <laughs> literally was... the blob from heavyweights and every time i had to jump in cuz like i was sleeping next to the wall blake was the one sleeping towards like the exit and every time i had to jump on the bed i would just kind of yeet blake into space <laughs> where he'd land in I... a lake in a heap every single
1: time <laughs> it was it was real fun like waking up from that too because like i would start dreaming about it and just be like oh god what's happening oh oh this mattress is real down huh
0: and the worst part is i did vomit because i had to like because there was so much in my stomach and also there was just adrenaline and also a little bit of heat stroke of just having to walk around that much
1: yeah and which is funny because we didn't we we drank a lot
0: but not a lot if that makes sense yeah
1: by the time we left uh, Lake uh, Eoli, uh, we we both talked like we just said, uh, you know, we had a lot at that point. but We didn't feel like, you know, anywhere near where that many drinks would put us. Which
0: is why when you were in the shower, so I didn't have access to a bathroom and I felt like I was going to puke. And also I couldn't move because my legs were dead from walking. I just said, I'm just going to have to live in this truth as I vomit on the bed. And I woke up the next morning so angry because at least when I puked on that couch at the red phone booth, it was after getting to party with Chewbacca and BB-8 and just having a fun-ass night. I woke up next to vomit. I was like, I didn't earn this. I don't deserve (laughs) this today. I don't deserve
1: this this morning. You're right. Nobody deserved that, which... It makes it more interesting because we did go on to have a really fun weekend after that.
0: Yeah, I was kind of emotionally dead, which I still am, but
1: <laughs> uh, I think the wrestling show helped. Except the for the fact show that we didn't was, get
0: that was the peak of the weekend for me was Double mm-hmm. or Nothing because my legs were so dead that Epcot was fun at first for me because here's how I know I drank too much and I told you that it was. I know I drank too much when I woke up really wanting to ride Living with the Land, which is a ride I fucking hate. I really do not like living with the land, but I just woke up like, I gotta turn over a new leaf. I've gotta be an environmentalist now. I gotta ride Living with the Land and learn about the future. Those were exactly your words. I gotta change. I gotta be something gotta new. I can't something. do I've got a family. I can't do this anymore. Um, That should
1: have, I think that should have been your tagline for the weekend. I've got a family. I
0: mean, really, after that, if you saw what I did, it was just full on, what can I buy for my daughter for her birthday? What can I buy for my kids? What can I buy for this? While you two were just like, let's get more booze. Because
1: yes, that was Dylan just saying... I don't really have any side effects from the vaccine. Let's get some beers. Well, no, no. We uh, also Dylan, Dylan waited 24 hours. And then after that,
0: and then he was just like, I'm mad. I don't get, didn't get to drink with you guys. And I'm like, my bad. Tell people to not offer us three fucking shots in a bucket.
1: Yep. Next two time.
0: Buckets.
1: Two buckets. Um, we did have some really nice beers though. There's a German beer in the Germany that, uh, Dylan con- somehow convinced me to get while I was still dealing with the hangover, which is, for me, just terrible headache and nausea. Yeah. And by the time I got that down, I'm like, I feel better now.
0: Yeah, for me, it was just chronic depression. I didn't have any anxiety. I just kind of woke up like, I, don't, I literally, and I think I told you this, I woke up the next day so depressed I was searching for flights out. I was like, I'll come back Monday night and get Blake. I don't care. I don't care. I'll come back Monday. It's okay. I'll we'll
1: come back Monday. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, Thankfully, we got to see the wrestling show. Like, Double or Nothing was...
0: That was, honestly, at some point, I was just like, just maintain until Double or Nothing. And then, fuck it. And then you're good for the rest of the weekend. Uh, But yeah, Epcot was fun initially for me because... I kind of, I did it almost like how we drank at Lake Eola, which was shot, wait like 30, 45 minutes, another shot, except instead of alcohol, it was walking. So I was just like, okay, we're going to walk a little bit. Now we're going to go ride Nemo and friends. Now we're going to walk a little bit, live in the land, walk a little bit, uh, journey into imagination with Figment. And then we reached the World Showcase. World Showcase. Oh but and that was it. That was it for me. I was like, I'm not doing it. I've got chub rub. I'm in pain. I I can't do this anymore. And uh we go through it. Unfortunately, the line for my favorite ride, which of course is uh Trace Caballeros was insane.
1: I'm so amazed that it was that long of a wait for that little boat ride. I don't think it was for the boat ride. I
0: think that was just to get in there is what I'm thinking.
1: Oh, to like the tequila cave area or like the whole pyramid.
0: We just didn't want to deal with it at that point, I think.
1: Yeah. Um, although there was some good food. Um at the food festival they were having, I wish I had gone there once again, not hungover as hell, because I would have eaten a lot more.
0: Yeah, well, the problem with, like, the Flower and Garden Festival, and since I don't do opposite attractions uh, anymore, go check out that se- the series finale that just went up. Uh, now, I guess this is the show where I have to talk about theme parks. Flower and Garden, all the festivals, really, but especially Flower and Garden, are very light as far as, like, good food. And then also, once you buy the food, like I think you got what steak tips, and Dylan was like, "I'll just have one of the steak tips." That was fifty percent of the steak of the, tips, th- yes, in
1: there. and that was six dollars.
0: Yeah, so we uh, we walk around the world. Uh, I think I got most excited at Japan because I was like, "Ah, oh, good, something that's not alcohol." <laughs>
1: Yes, um, I think we spent the longest amount of time in Japan, too.
0: And that that was actually, it, it was weird. It was like going back to the first time I went to Disney World, because the first time I went, I didn't drink, period. And when we walked around the world, I, it was a lot of, what do I even do? So our big deal then was we're going to eat candy from all the different countries, get candy from all the different countries, and that was actually really, really fun. And we spent the most time there at Japan, because Japan has the coolest store in the entire park.
1: I I have to agree with you on that one. Japan is just great. I think it's... I mean, it's an A-tier location on the World Showcase. Hands down.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and then also, I think I had nachos. Those nachos from Mexico are actually very fucking good. Uh, we got out of there. Went to World Showcase... Or not World Showcase. Uh, Spaceship Earth. After I bought uh, a bunch of merchandise for my daughter. During which I messaged... I literally, at this point, by the way, in the weekend... I didn't come down with much money, and after the previous day's incident, I had $50 to my name, the same $50 I gave you to buy a phone charger. Uh, That was also the moment I said, I'm going to figure out, even that night I was planning to leave. And so that was when I was like, I can use all my money right now. I'll I'll tell my parents and they will give me money to leave and that's it. Uh, But then I went to the store and I, I asked my dad, like, hey, which one of these, mom and dad, which one of these should I get? Should I get her this hat? Should I get Ripley this jacket? And my dad messaged me and said, have a good weekend, spend this wisely. And my dad had sent me $200. And I said, it's only going to shit for your granddaughter. I hope you realize that. And he goes, ah, so you are spending it wisely. And I went, I went, Ah, this is what it means to have a family.
1: I finally understand now, Dad. My children won't understand until they're this old and at Epcot and just feel like shit. But damn it, I'll get them there.
0: Yeah, so I, uh, so then I got her a hat and a Minnie Mouse that was like a uh, a weighted blanket essentially it had a little pocket in the back where there was a 2.5 bean weight ba- bean bag uh, so that way it would like ease if a baby has anxiety and I went well Ripley's not that level yet also that is pretty heavy even for a two-year-old so I'm gonna take the bean bag out that was a mistake because when we went through TSA it did just look like a big old bag of cocaine. <laughs> Uh, So they did stop me and were like, we got to wipe this shit down. And I'm like, you know what? That's understandable. This Minnie Mouse that has a big old bag of cocaine and it's back. I I get the issue
1: you're having. You know what? That is fair. I understand. Normally I get upset or annoyed at the TSA. I know you're just doing your job, but for this one, I get you.
0: I get it. I understand my Minnie Mouse cocaine issue.
1: Also, Minnie was very popular with all of the children that walked by.
0: Oh, they loved it. They were like, let's talk to you about Minnie. I'm like, oh, you picked the right motherfucker to have a conversation with today, child. Uh, so we yes. then go ride Spaceship Earth, and I, I almost cried. I legitimately just was like, oh, this is what i've been waiting for for mm-hmm. a fucking year this is all i've needed which is the exact opposite of how i felt on living with a land where i did have an existential crisis at some point <laughs> i was just like holy shit
1: um but we did get to see the uh we did get to see the hot peppers which
0: is it was more like the before area where they were taking you through all the different biomes that gave me a little existential crisis type thing. I don't know why. That's how I'll, I told you. My, hangos, my hangovers have changed. Uh, because it's no longer, hey, let's go through physical warfare. It's now,
1: let's go through mental warfare. Let's break him down to his base level. It's like, listen, I'm your brain and I get this. But if you keep doing this, I'm going to make it a living hell on your in the on the inside of your head
0: well i mean it does take me back to when i went to therapy in orlando and they were like do you drink and i'm like yeah and they went you don't need to you're good as is you don't need nothing else
1: you're fine you know what you stick to that delta eight when you when you discover it
0: oh that was a beacon of light through that weekend that Delta 8 was a beacon of light. Uh we went back, we went to Publix, had the best meal of the weekend that I had, which was just a shitty sub-sandwich from the Publix. Uh and, I see. Th- and Parmesan Goldfish crackers.
1: Oh god. It was um yeah, Saturday. Saturday was just trying to trying to do what we had originally planned because those were the Disney tickets we bought a year ago. Yeah. I was yeah, like, like,
0: we were going to go to magic kingdom afterwards. And like, I regret it that we didn't cause I love magic kingdom, but I know I'll go back eventually. Like it's not that big of a deal, but I was like, my legs will not make it past main street USA.
1: Yes. And there's the point, like you got to wonder like if because of the state that was just following us around like this, malaise and would have add, ruined the magic kingdom. And
0: to add to that, malaise, it was, uh, I believe 1000 degrees Fahrenheit and also busy as hell because it's Memorial Day weekend after a year of COVID. Like,
1: it was super fucking busy, yeah. So, it I was, was like, so we're fucking not, busy. Man, we're
0: not gonna deal with this today. Went to Publix and then. We had to go to Disney Springs because we got Raglan Road reservations and literally up until like we had to go, I was trying to figure a way out of them. I was like, I don't want to deal with this, but also it will cost me like 30 bucks to not to cancel this reservation. So I guess we're going because I can't afford that. Uh, I ended up buying even more shit for my daughter at Raglan Road because I have a family. (laughs) (laughs) and i bought a hat yeah you bought you a nice ass hat had a had a meal at raglan road it was pretty good Mm -hmm. how was yours i don't think we ever discussed that
1: oh the meal like the um it it was a it was slow roasted like uh uh uh, beef roast and it was fucking amazing it was great Good, good but good yeah, uh, also, I, I realized do
0: you like how in the cold open. We said we're not going to talk about this weekend. And then we just said, ah, let's just fucking do it. Let's just get it. It just out became
1: way. the episode. Yeah, um, I feel like this is kind of how it is for any of our travel stuff.
0: Yeah, because um, at this point now it's a little bit more like therapy.
1: <laughs> you just kind of deflate from it um, because I think we needed that. Because uh, you know Raglan Road was nice, we could have d- definitely done without it. After um, I was our Friday, the adventure. thing that
0: upset me about it was the reason I wanted to go actively was because I love the performances, I love the tap dancing. I and was they fucking seated as, as far away as possible we from were, it. I as far because like. I really and I think even last year during our awesome awards, I discussed a artist I really like that I found on Spotify who just he's a comedian but also sings a lot of Irish folk songs. I love his version of um oh shit. Uh, fuck, what's the song? It's the one it's it's the tree uh uh Ratlinbug.
1: Ratlinbug, yeah. I love oh, Ratlinbug. Rattlin
0: Bog. It's the ultimate memorization test. I love it to death, and I wanted to sing along. And Obviously, this night, that wasn't happening. It was the tap dancers. But even then, I was like, I'd love to watch some Irish tap. And then they seat us as far away as possible.
1: It was so deflating going in because the server or um, no, the hostess that uh, sat us down, like she uh, asked uh, had to stop right in the middle, like right where we could see the stage and say, they're, they're still wiping your table down, but they'll be done in a yep. minute. And so we just got the smallest taste of it. Well, we Just have, the tiniest. There
0: was a homeboy at a table in the middle getting it. And then there were like two women tap dancing next to each other. And one of them, made me open my phone and text my wife tell our daughter she has two mommies now <laughs> I was just like yes and then she my wife went to me and said you know I can tap dance too and I said why have you not told me of this it's all I need in life
1: can you say that to me again but slower please <laughs> I really, really need it right now. I'll explain later. I'll
0: explain that later. So we leave there. I wanted to go. There was a jacket I really wanted to get Ripley at uh, Epcot, and decided against it. Ba- that was the ult. That was my ultimate dad moment. Was the, don't spend the money now. At the end of the trip, Buckaroo, if you still want it, you can go back and we can get it from you at the Springs. But that on Saturday night, I said. Ah, fuck it. Let's go see if I can find that jacket. And then the line to Disney Springs was all the way to Universal Studios, Florida. Don't know how they do
1: that. There's streets and lakes in the way, but they made it happen. There was something about walking around the entire, like, because when the place that we got to, the uh, area of, like, the World of Disney building was, it it just said, oh, go around. It's right around the corner. And then we kept going and they're like, no, it's right around the other corner. Oh, no, it's right around the other corner. We went around 16 corners to find the entrance. I don't know how That's the world possible. of Disney defies space and time.
0: Yeah. Um, I quickly, before we get into Sunday, because we, we went there, went back to the uh, went back to Dylan's place. I used some Delta eight. And here's here's what defined why I love Delta eight versus drinking alcohol. Alcohol makes me manic, crazy, angry, willing to beat up my best friend in the downtown of Orlando. (laughs) I don't like that. I I took two hits of Delta Eight, and I just started evaluating Dylan's home decoration ability. I was just sitting there staring like... I really like it. I like this peaked ceiling. It gives it both a homey feel in the kitchen, but the living room seems big and spacious. Oh, I like that accent wall color there. I just had my own HGTV special
1: in the middle of the living room with no one else around. I, around. I believe we were all asleep at that point uh, because I was still exhausted too. Like as soon as I hit that air mattress, I was asleep. And then I woke up because the air mattress had an auto, uh, uh, like an like auto it, you could turn on, yeah, like you could turn the, uh, the air pump on and it would just keep going to keep it filled up at, to a certain level. I turned that off at one point in the night because it was keeping me awake and it was a mistake <laughs> because without you there to balance it out because you started sleeping on the couch, I was just, I found myself in the middle of the blob and it was trying to consume me.
0: Yeah, uh, but uh, then after that, Monday, perfectly. I want to skip Sunday because I feel like what happened at the end of Sunday is our main event. Monday, uh, normal. We woke up, had Waffle House, and then they drank around Disney Springs while I just kind of sat there and stared off into the ether.
1: Yes, although that Waffle House was very helpful.
0: No, the the Waffle House was good. That was my peak of the day. And then it just, I dissociated so hard throughout afterwards. Afterwards, I was gone. Like, I was so gone that I spent two hours watching a video on the McElroys at an airport. Um, So that was Monday. Don't worry about Monday. Uh, I will say the biggest... Thing I will give Dylan is that man knows how to find good
1: coffee He fucking that was his thing every morning. It was like, you know, I can make coffee You know what? Actually, I know this great place and then the next morning. It was like I know another place. That's also great and it was like Okay, Dylan <laughs> I, I never knew you. I never knew this about you my yep. friend my coffee
0: buddy buddy loves good coffee So Sunday we wake up we have some very good coffee um, I don't even think we didn't do anything else until we had to leave, did we? We just kind of hung around. No,
1: we just fucking sat it, and it was so nice. It was
0: so glorious. Uh, let me. The night before, we all sat around and watched uh, OSW reviews of AW Revolution. If that was the whole weekend, I would have been happy. <laughs> I would have been happy because yep. it was just us chilling, watching some good shit. Um. So then we drive three. Fucking hours to Jacksonville, Florida, listening to comedy specials, losing our shit at Patton Oswalt and Ron Funches. We arrive, take a hit at Delta 8, and it hit as we were in line. And for some reason, I started walking like a mystical genie for a very <laughs> long amount of time.
1: It was, I mean, it was glorious, your commitment to it. It was one anything. of those things
0: that became a bit... And, like, I started doing it a little bit and then realized it was making me giggle. And I just went, fuck it, I'm stuck with this. This is all I'm going to do now (laughs) is just walk like a mystical genie up to the front of this line. Um, Then I immediately sat in the seat and did not get up for the entirety of the show.
1: No, No, you sat right the fuck there. I don't even think, I'm amazed. Actually, other than me and Dylan getting right back up to go get drinks. Did any of us leave during the show? I don't think so because it was that fucking good.
0: Which, uh, listen to this week's episode of Fight Boys, which should be coming out tomorrow, hopefully, or on the same day, who knows, to hear our review of AEW's Double or Nothing, arguably one of, if not the best wrestling pay-per-view I've seen live.
1: Yes, I have to agree.
0: (laughs) And then we drove three hours back to Jacksonville after waiting an hour. No, yeah, no, we waited a long time in that line, Blake, but we didn't immediately drive three hours no, to back home. We did. Because there was we a didn't. prophecy that needed to be fulfilled. <laughs> And initially, I didn't think it would be fulfilled, because you were supposed to fulfill the prophecy when you came down on Thursday, and then you said, no, I'm just gonna leave at 2 in the morning Thursday, or Friday morning, and then, and I went, oh, okay, I guess we won't get to go and enjoy Bucky's, but... The Lord saw our struggle. The Lord <laughs> saw what we dealt with that weekend. And on the way to Jacksonville, we passed not one, one but, but two, two Buc- separate Buckies. That's right. You heard me right. Two Buckies. And oh, I was so fucking happy to walk into that buckies Uh mostly because I hadn't gotten my stepson anything yet. <laughs> And I, th- I can't remember if I talked about this when I talked about me and Ripley getting matching onesies. CJ was very upset about that because he was like, okay, we asked him there, like, hey, do you want one? No, I don't. Then he got upset when he didn't have one. So I got ah, him a nice little Bucky's onesie. Mm-hmm. I got him a Bucky's onesie. And then I had the worst chafing of my entire life and the whole weekend. Dylan's girlfriend, Allie, just kept looking at me like, you should have worn leggings. You should have done, I'm like, no, I would have. But also, I didn't want Dylan to make fun of me for wearing fucking leggings, so I didn't. Then I walked into Bucky's. What did I find? A $20 pair of leggings with Bucky's dumb face all over them and pockets, and I said, sold, good sir.
1: Yes, that is done. Very comfortable from your reviews the next day as well. I'm still wearing them. And I'm going <laughs> to be wearing
0: them when I go to the gym after we're done recording. These things fucking rule. They are amazing. Uh, so we go to Bucky's. I get I get a onesie, which, by the way, uh, it was too late at night for me to be able to ask my wife what CJ's size is. So I just kind of had to panic by. It. And it did also lead to the most ridiculous question I've ever had to ask, which is, hey... I know this is a gas station, <laughs> but what's your return policy? And they just had to say, "I uh, what the fuck? I've never had to deal with this. Just ke- I keep the tags on it, I guess, and we'll take care of you, sir. This is a Bucky's, sir. This is a Bucky's. <laughs> Buc- uh, then I bought. I don't know we'll what. Try- it was. Hey,
1: hold on, motherfucker! You're trying to return something. We're trying to return trying something. Trying to turn, I um, I I came in. I, I'm your cameo
0: on fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so then I bought two, I believe, liter-sized bottles of water that I consumed. I don't know what. I guess it was because of how hot it was. I was a drink fiend as far as water is concerned. Anywhere I could get water in any
1: capacity, I was drinking that shit. Hey, I honestly needed it. Needed it all weekend more yeah. water i should have replaced half of what i drank with water and then i would have been okay yeah yeah,
0: yeah. so i i had that and then also a bottle of chocolate milk cuz i was just like i need it i need a, a creamy chocolatey taste
1: which you know what that the tri- the Bucky's was great i got those beaver nuggets you got they the they tasted buck nuts. wonderful the yeah. buck nuts, as we call them now They are fucking really good. I know, right? Remember when we did
0: that episode and we made fun of it so hard and then we read what was in it and went, oh, never mind.
1: Yeah, it paid off. I wanted to pour it into a bowl and eat it with milk like cereal. Now, neither of us, I guess
0: it was because it was one in the morning, got the fabled barbecue. Because there were so many AEW fans there with us that were all waiting for
1: barbecue, and we said, we're good. Uh, but um, I rectified that later. I'll 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 give a little blurb on it. Oh does
0: this, this does this story have an after credits scene? It does. Um, it fucking does.
1: So um. we uh
0: we start driving back, and at that point, here's the thing about me I realized from this weekend. And it's not an insult to you, and it's not an insult to Dylan. I cannot be with people I know and care about for that long. <laughs> I I have to have a little Scotty me time in there. I, I, I even texted Emily like, I love my friends and I love being around them, but sometimes I just want to be in a big-ass group of
1: people alone. It's my favorite shit in the world. No, um, I understand that because we were uh, – I was uh, – I was kind of that way at the airport because that was when I was like, God, we have to wait two hours now until we can board. I'm just so done.
0: Yeah, I I looked it up. It's called being an extroverted introvert, where it's just like, you know, you like people and you like hanging around them. But then it's just a lot. Like, it depends on the situation. Um, like I get energized by being in a big
1: group of people as long as I don't know them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Which is, um, the kind of the opposite for me. Whereas like, I hate big groups of random people, but if I'm with the people that I actually know, I'm a lot better about, even though I am always notorious for being the first one to leave.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I think what it is is like when it's people and this is really therapy. I think when it's people I know it's like. I know I'm going to have to deal with them in a couple of days. Like, I know I'm going to have to deal with them for a a (laughs) lifetime in certain cases. I don't want to be that weird and stand. I have to really think about what I'm doing. If I'm not seeing you the next day, I will fuck up all around you. (laughs) I will mess up all around you. Uh, But all of that is to say, as we were driving home. Jesus Christ. I thought... This was going to be like it was on the drive up. You it was weird. It was flipped. The way a dr- a drive up usually is is everyone hangs out, chats, talks. And then on the way back, everyone's exhausted. So you just turn on a comedy special and everyone just kind of vibes. It was the opposite. Everyone vibed on the way up and then was talkative on the way back. And I was like, I can't do this right now. So I put on noise canceling headphones initially to listen to something like a comedy podcast. No, I just started listening to music and fucking
1: vibing in the back seat. You were vibing real hard. It's funny because um, the rest of us, it, it was kind of the same, too. Like, there wasn't that much conversation in the car going on. Yeah. Until... We got down I-4 oh, in Orlando. Can I tell
0: my version of this? Because it's yes. even better.
1: I, I want to know what you heard and what you saw. Because I, I heard, know what Dylan and me saw.
0: I heard nothing. Nothing. Very good noise-canceling headphones. There were moments where I saw Dylan, like, leaning over to talk to Allie or turning back to talk to you, and I I was like, is he lip-syncing to the music? Because I could not (laughs) hear a word out of Dylan's mouth, so they're very good noise-canceling headphones. And so I'm just vibing, and I see Dylan turn around, and then I see you turn around, and you, of course, just fixate and start staring. And at that point, I'm like, oh, maybe there was, like, something happening on the side of the road. Cause in, I've told this story before. I love I four. Cause that's the place I once saw a Jeep with no one around it. And the Jeep was just on fire. <laughs> I, no one was coming to assist the Jeep. It was just a Jeep on fire. No one in it chilling in the middle of the road. And so I was like, maybe it's a situation like that. So I finally took off my headphones and I lean over what just happened? And you said, Oh, there was a car accident, and I said, Oh, no big deal. And then you went, No. <laughs> it, it was a big deal. It just had to happen.
1: Yes. Literally right behind us. Like um, a car uh was uh from what Dylan said trying to merge and clipped another car that they were just way too fucking close to. Um both of them like he basically pitted the other car. Both of them hit the guardrail. One of the cars stayed on the guardrail. It didn't look that bad. The car that uh, messed up the uh, the merge hit the guardrail with some force, knocked its lights out because all I saw were the hazards on, and yeah. I saw it like back onto the opposite medium where it fell into a ditch. It flipped over onto its back and then back over Um, just onto its wheels, and it was just sitting there.
0: Holy absolute shit. What?
1: Yeah. It was, we were like 20 minutes from home at that point, and that was when we all just collectively said, let's just go home now. Let's get home. We get
0: home, and I have now built up my adrenaline so much by vibing that I couldn't sleep. It was four in the morning and I could not sleep. So me and uh-huh. you just chill out and vape on Dylan's back porch. You go back in to fall asleep. I just lay on the couch and watch shit for about an hour <laughs> until I can fall asleep again. And then Monday happens. Chill day. Now tell me what you did in in our after
1: credits scene. Yes. So uh, just real quick to, uh, to wrap everything else up. We went to the airport um sat around gotten to the plane we're dead at that point oh yeah um and we get back to atlanta we have our own fun little adventure there uh getting back to the parking spot oh yeah we uh have to wait in line because there's something going on at like the exit gate like somebody can't scan their ticket or something so much so that an employee had to, like, whip around in their car. We watched them back into a sign in, like, their haste. Just leave their car in the sea of parked buses and go down to help. And um, so we finally got through that. We stopped. We got some stuff. And also, fun fact, we just vibed on the way back. Like, normally we don't do that. Normally that is when we just, like, turn something on and just listen to it. But we just talked until we got back to your place.
0: Yeah, we talked about a lot of different shit. And then we, like, I remember you even just looking up and going, Oh, fuck, we're here. I'm like, yeah, we've arrived at midnight.
1: At midnight. So we get back, get into my car. Um, We say our goodbyes. I pull out. I start to get on the interstate. Oh, As I'm on by, the interstate, by the
0: way, uh, we did stop at a gas station where I bought some flaming hot Cheetos that I, I think I finally ate last night, and then two <laughs> oatmeal cream pies that I only ate one of, which says a lot because usually on those kind of rides it's just like consume what you can keep yourself no i just like i drank my energy drink and had one oatmeal cream pie i took the other one and slid it into my wife's purse And the next morning she said (laughs) said, i know you got me a present from epcot that can go fuck itself the greatest thing you brought me was that singular (laughs) oatmeal cream pie
1: (laughs) i love that um yeah the uh that was a very nice i bought two red bulls and drank them both on the way home Uh, um So as I'm going, like I'm on the interstate, it's about another hour drive for me. And I look down and I'm like, oh, no, I don't have enough gas to make it home. I am in bumfuck Egypt between Oxford and Birmingham. Like I've left all of the big uh, spots and um I'm just saying, okay, I if I can get into town, there's probably a place there's there's definitely somewhere I could stop to get gas. There's de- <gasps> oh. I know exactly where you're talking about in your drive, by the way.
0: And then I assume you saw it, like your guiding light, that big ass
1: beaver face. I'm like, I don't care if I don't get home until 2 a.m. at this point. I'm gassing up and getting that barbecue, baby. And it's- <laughs> was a good barbecue sandwich too like um i don't know how to compare it to actual barbecue places yeah. but i'd just say like i enjoyed that entire experience even though it was 2 a.m and i should have been dead i do love how we times. realized
0: i do love how we realized that the bathrooms at bucky's are so clean that it's also an, it's art, an art gallery gallery <laughs> you can buy art from the bathroom at the bucky's because
1: what the fuck just fucking go for it And so that was getting home, just die. I I hit my bed. I didn't even change. I was done. Like I, and I woke up four hours later for work.
0: Well, that's the, uh, that's the story of Double or Nothing Weekend. Don't drink three shots and two buckets at Lake Eola. Cause it'll fuck you up for your whole weekend. Especially if you have a family uh but until next time blake tanner what was awesome this week
1: there's a lot that is and a lot that isn't but a goddamn damn it bucky's fucking bucky's
0: the song tarzan boy by baltimore Oh, yeah fuck yeah that song it slaps until next time where can people find you on the internet
1: You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter, the Dark Room video on YouTube, and on the future Best Friends on YouTube.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Check out all my other podcasts from the Mini adventures of Sammy Magic to Fun Fiction, and most importantly, the weird, the actual play TTRPG podcast that's like Twin Peaks, but better. Uh, No, Twin Peaks. Yeah, Twin Peaks, but better, X-Files, but worse, Gravity Falls, but pretty much the same. We just finished up our first episode, a.k.a. ARC, whatever you want to call them, uh, where we find some cool dinosaurs in Carrion Hill, Alabama, which is based off a real town in Alabama. Uh, and you can find that at jointheweird.com.
1: Special thanks to Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes for our theme song, Rick Ric Flair. Off of their album Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes.
0: Support us on the Patreon, pick up your merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. and as always, remember to find Blake and me on Twitter at a load of pure BS. Except no substitutes, and we will see you next week! Sir, sir, did you hear that? Yes, I did. They're weakened. A weekend of drinking, and they can't even discuss a singular thing this week. No ideas, no creativity. The show is dying. Excellent. So, what you're saying is next week, we strike. <laughs> 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 <laughs>